now it's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey, it is Saturday morning, May the 4th. We are on the road, guys. We are all the way up here at Moses Lake, Washington. Uh, the big Nixon's Marine Open tournament going on up here at Moses Lake. Uh, got in, well, kind of got in okay yesterday, but uh, had a little bit of a a little bit of a setback. Haven't missed a plane in a long time, and I want to thank the I want to thank the complete ineptness of the uh, of the uh, shuttle bus drivers out there in the uh, parking lot at the uh, Sacramento Airport for leaving me. Well, Stranded basically in one of those little bus stops for 25 minutes until I could uh, until they decided to come pick me up. So yeah, missed my flight uh, coming up here. Well, I I didn't miss my flight, but my bag would have missed my flight according to uh, Alaska Airlines. So um, yeah, it was always a lot of fun. So uh, couldn't believe it. You know, it was uh, it was a long day, but got up here to uh, to Nixon's Marine Moses Lake Open. Come up every year to hang out with Jeff Priester. And, the crew at Nixon's Marine and MC this tournament. Um, how about this for a team tournament, guys? How about this for a team tournament concept? Seven. You guys tired of fishing fifteen, you know, twelve and fifteen boat events? Eighty boats fishing the event. Uh, everybody. I think it's a two hundred dollar entry fee. It might be two fifty. Anyway, everybody's all in. Um, Moses Lake's an awesome lake up here. The whole field fishes today. Nobody except big fish. First flight and big fish second flight get paid. Big fish pays seventeen hundred dollars in each flight. Not a bad deal, right? So you make the top ten, and uh, you get to fish tomorrow. You don't make the top ten, you get sent home. Still not a bad deal. So starting tomorrow, the top ten will go out, and they'll start over at zero. So it's a new tournament starting tomorrow, and uh, they go fishing. The winner. $10,000, but contingency money, whether they're running the right boat for Triton Gold or Skeeter Real Money, uh, the dealers that uh, that Jess sells up here, uh, they could win potentially another $7,000 in Triton Gold Money. I think it's another 5000 in Skeeter Real Money, um, so potentially a $17,000 80-boat team tournament. Um and you only fish against 10 guys in the final day. What's wrong with our tournament directors? How come nobody's come up with this concept for an open event to, uh, you know, maybe uh, put some money back into team fishing? Got to uh, got to commend our dealers up here for uh, thinking outside of the box. Northwest Bass, they average, <clears throat> average over 100 boats. But there's not a bunch of circuits for those guys to fish up here. So, obviously, you know, once again, we're thinking that... Uh, a few less tournaments might have a few more boats show up. So anyway, just just my thoughts on it. But it's always fun to be up here. Um, some great sticks fishing uh, here on uh, on Moses Lake. Kind of who's who. Everybody in uh, the Pacific Northwest up here fishing, and and uh, fishing's really good up here. Kind of makes you wonder. You know, uh, we send. Uh, oh, let's see, Brandon Palinick back, uh, Luke Clausen back, to Yellis back. 
um, several of the uh, the Pacific Northwest anglers doing well. Dave Crom, several of those guys that have gone back and fished the FLW stuff, and Ron Hobbs Jr. Crom, all those guys will be fishing up here uh, today. So interesting to uh, interesting to kind of watch how uh, how all of that uh, will will go down. But great fishermen up here in the Pacific Northwest. Everybody just thinks you know, unless it's a uh, a steelhead, nobody cares about it up here. Not true. A lot of great bass fishermen. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, a lot going on today, guys, including we caught up with him. He's kind of been, well, he's on TV every weekend, but he's kind of been amongst the missing. He's not on the Bassmaster Elite Series Tour. We're going to talk to him a little bit about that. Um, But we see him every week uh, on TV. But, you know, it is sight fishing time, and it uh, it is definitely time to get in uh, and find out a little bit about sight fishing, but uh, we catch him on the Outdoor Channel with uh, the Guide's Eyes TV show, our old buddy uh, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, former, uh, well, The Bachelor. We always have to throw The Bachelor in because we're talking about Byron Velvick. Uh, but, uh, you know, Byron, the Bassmaster Elite Series champ up at Clear Lake and uh, the three-day record holder for BASS. And, um, one of absolutely the uh, the best sight fishermen in the country. I mean, the guy that... Uh, uh, really was one of the pioneers actually sight fishing here in the West, and and uh, it's kind of fun to uh, kind of fun to hook up with Byron. Going to talk to him. He's down at Lake Amistad, Del Rio, Texas. So he'll be checking in. We'll be talking to him uh, as well a little bit later. Uh, going to get in depth, man. We we're going to talk baits. We're going to talk glasses. We're going to talk uh, you know when to fish them, when to leave them. Uh, how to catch them when they're doing all kinds of uh, weird things on the bed. So that's going to be fun. Hey, the Bassmaster Elite Series is uh, <clears throat> once again fishing this weekend, and uh, they are back at West Point Lake in uh, Lagrange, Georgia. <coughs> oh, former, former West Coast guy. We'll still claim him. He's still, he's still one of our guys. He calls Alabama home now. Uh, he's leading it after uh, two days, twenty-four, fourteen. Uh, Amart, Aaron Martins is uh, sitting in the lead. Got to watch him. The bite is super tough back there, and, and uh, anytime that happens, you know Aaron's gonna Aaron's gonna whoop out a spinning rod and uh, put it on him. Greg Vincent having another great tournament coming off of his uh, uh, awesome tournament over at uh, at Bull Shoals. Uh, Vincent in second. Tommy Biffle showing him the old dogs can still catch him. Uh, Biffle in third. Keith Combs in fourth is having another great tournament after. Uh, uh, I think Greg Vince and Keith Combs have led just about every, uh, almost every day on the Elite Series this year. Both of them have a phenomenal year. Um, how about this guy? How about this guy? Woke up from his sleep. Skeet Reese, he's in fifth. Uh, Skeet had a great day, uh, day one, 13-10. He was right up there uh, near the lead. Still in fifth, 13-10, 9-10 yesterday, 22-10 total for Skeet. Casey Ashley in sixth. Edwin Ebers in seventh. Dean Rojas. Another West Coast guy in eighth. Rick Clun in ninth. Pete Pons in tenth. Uh, making another uh, top 50 cut. Our old buddy from San Jose, California. Chris Zaldane sitting in 11th. Zaldane having a good tournament. Brandon Palinick, uh finally remembering how to catch bass. Palinick, uh having off to a rough and bumpy start. Uh, down in the in the 90s in the points right now. Palinick in 13th back there. But uh, going down the list, a few more of our West Coast guys still having uh, a pretty good tournament. KVD, he's in, uh, where's KVD? 19th. Edwin uh, leading the Angler of the Year race. He's in 7th, um, as we pointed out earlier. But we're just kind of jumping down the list. Gary Klein, 28th, making another cut. He's in 7th in the points going into this event, so that should help him. Clifford Perch, they're calling him a rookie on the Bassmaster Elite Series Tour. Not quite, guys. 
uh, what's Clifford won? Two U.S. Opens and a couple of FLW tournaments. Clifford in 29th ish and 30th. Western guys having a good tournament. The tough one uh, I hated to see going down the list. Fred Rambanis, 37th. He's having another good tournament. Iconelli finally making a cut, figuring it out as well. Uh, he's off to a bumpy start this year as well. Uh, this was a tough one. Two ounces, our old buddy Murdoch, John Murray, 51st, just missing the $10,000 cut. So that was uh, that was a tough one to see for John. I know the, the $10,000 goes a long ways when you're back there on the road, <clears throat> buying gas, paying entry fees, doing all that fun stuff. Yeah, those guys still have to do that. Sponsors don't pay everything for them, uh, believe me. So uh, that was a tough one. Lintner having a real tough tournament back there. As well, so uh, most of our Western guys are doing pretty well. Um, Kevin Hawk, formerly from uh, Southern California, Hawk in 75th. So just kind of going down the list. Keep an eye on that, guys. There's great coverage over on uh, the Bass Zone. Bass fan uh, uh, will be covering it live <clears throat> all day long uh, on their website. And uh, uh, Matt Pengrack and Drew Smith uh, and, uh, and uh, Dave Rush, not our Dave Rush, but another Dave Rush. <clears throat> covering the event back there as well. So uh, keep an eye on uh, on that Bassmaster Elite Series, Bassmaster.com. You can follow along. See how Skeet does sitting down there in fifth. He's uh, he's having a pretty good tournament, but uh, low weight. They'll be on the Alabama River next week, so that one should be uh, should be an interesting one to watch as well, I think. We'll uh, have to keep an eye on how they do on the Alabama River. Lucas Oil holding another one of their team tournaments to a full field this time. Um, don't know what's wrong with the NorCal guys, but uh, a full field over at uh, Lake Mead Lucas Oil Tournament and uh, um, fishing pretty good on Lake Mead. Day one, 1680. Mark Newtson, Dustin Mangold leading the tournament. Uh, for you guys that you know know Lake Mead, you know that um, well. Heck, nine pounds just about have you in the lead all the time at the U.S. Open. So obviously, uh, fishing getting a little better at Lake Mead. Big smallmouth starting to show up over there as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, to see those fish getting caught uh, as well over there. So uh, Lake Mead, fishing pretty well, guys, but uh, a few of our NorCal guys not having such a good tournament. Gary Dobbins made the trek over there to fish with his old buddy Bobby Ellis. Uh, Dobbins, three fish yesterday, uh, not getting much practice time. Uh, he does not like uh, when things go that way. Um, tough tournament, but uh, going to be fun to watch. Uh, the Lucas Oil tournaments are going to definitely be a factor uh, putting on some events out here with uh, full fields and uh, pay back big money. So it's going to be uh, be a lot of fun to uh, kind of keep an eye on. Hey, last weekend, things went crazy with big fish and uh, the Delta. Uh, Steve Akita, his team partner, kicked out a 14-pounder in the ABA tournament. And, uh, and then just last week, a uh, small team tournament going on over at Lake Comanche, uh, we also saw a 14-pounder. Well, we're going we're gonna to hear about that one because we're going to talk to the ladies that caught it, how she caught it, what she thought when she caught it, and what she caught it on. Uh, we're going to be checking in. Cece's going to call us, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, a giant fish, almost another lake record out of Comanche, so that's going to be interesting. Once again, guys, giving a little bit of time to our friends at FLW. We're going to be talking to Ron Lappin from... Uh, FLW Outdoors, the Everstart Tournament, coming to the Delta May 16th through the 18th. Make sure uh, not only that, we're going to be doing college fishing as well, so we might still be looking for some pros to take the college teams out. Even if you're not fishing the FLW Tournament, they uh, they pay you, I think it's 200 bucks a day or 250 or 250 We'll check with Ron Lapp and he'll let us know. 
and uh, we'll get out there and, uh, and get that field filled up for them as well. They'll be fishing on Saturday, the 18th, college fishing. So uh, you just have to come out and ride along with the college team. So that should be uh, a lot of fun. And want to announce as well, put it on your calendar, guys. May the 21st, Ultimate Bash University, Gone Fish and Marine. Uh, we're going to be hanging out with Mark Daniels, Jr. Mark Daniels, Jr. going to be... Uh, uh, hanging out with us and talking a little bit about, I'm sure, the California Delta. How he won at Grand Lake, he's our uh, TBF FLW national champion. He won the uh, Dream Rig. Uh, he's got the uh, new Chevy truck, the Ranger boat, and the uh, entry fees paid to go uh, fishing. So it should be fun. Guys, we're going to jump into our first set of breaks uh, on the road. Moses Lake in Washington, and uh, we're going to be touching base with uh, our old buddy Byron Velvick when we come back. So uh, stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal-clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep-water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hey, you're hearing about all the baits that are catching them, whether it's Clear Lake, the Delta, anywhere else you're going fishing. Well, our friends at High's Tackle Box want you to know that they have everything you need, whether you're looking for hard-to-find swim baits, punching rigs, or even some good old-fashioned crankbaits, rip baits, topwater baits, or terminal tackle like big, big tungsten and weights to get under the weeds. They've got it all. Rods, reels, line, they've got everything you need down at High's Tackle Box. Sure, you can order it online at highstackleboxshop.com, but they invite you to visit their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, and see everything they have for bass fishing. High's Tackle Box, your Bay Area bass fishing headquarters. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek, silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Dock Talk Report, brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco, Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the 
night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now, it's time for Doc Talk. Hey guys, it is time for Doc Talk, and a lot of you headed out this morning at uh, Clear Lake for the BBT tournament. So I want to wish everybody luck up there with Randy Pringle and the BBT, and uh, yeah, our buddy Byron Velvix. He's on hold. He's going to tell us all about sight fishing. And I want to tell you right now, guys, he's got visions of 15 spots, well, maybe 50 spots at Clear Lake you could go catch a big one. Uh, Clear Lake right now, time to get up there. And a few of the events still coming up, whether uh, whether you still have a few of your uh, circuit tournaments coming, uh, a lot of the big tournaments are over with except for uh, the big open coming up in June that uh, One Bass is putting on. But keep an eye on some of the big events coming to, uh, to Clear Lake. But this is definitely the time to get up there and spend some time on Clear Lake. It's, uh, it's your lake this time of year. You get to do whatever you want to catch them, whether you want to throw top water, you want to go practice sight fishing, you want to go look at them, you want to throw the frog, you want to go punching, you want to go flipping, you want to go fish a little offshore, Clear Lake is the place. No reason not to get up there and spend a little bit of time, whether it's a weekend uh, or if you're really lucky enough to experience Clear Lake midweek, it's even better, guys. So get up there, book a room, Canuck Vista Casino. It's time to get up there, uh, and when we come back, we're going to be hanging out with, well, Bassmaster Elite Series Clear Lake champ. So if you want to talk and learn a little bit about Clear Lake before you go, stick around with us, guys. Byron Velvey's coming up. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back, and I am uh, up here, as I said, Moses Lake in Washington for the Nixon's Marine Open. And uh, I even I even had to walk down on the dock last night just to see if I could see any. And it is definitely the time of year where you're starting to look at them, you're starting to see them, and uh, you're starting to catch some fish on the beds. A few of our lakes have... Uh, have uh, had a spawn or, or, or maybe even two, but uh, right now a lot of our lakes still have a lot of fish spawning. And you know what? A lot of anglers get uh, baffled this time of year when they can look at them and uh, they can start catching them. And I thought, who better than to uh, once again kind of straighten us out on sight fishing? He's been amongst the missing unless you're catching him on the Outdoor Channel every weekend, Fridays and Saturdays, uh, with his show, Byron Velvet's Guides Eyes. Guys, uh, hanging out with us this morning from Del Rio, Texas, down at Lake Amistad, probably at his resort. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's even thinking about going fishing down there. Oh, buddy, Byron Velvet. BV, where in the heck have you been, buddy? Hey, KB, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm here, buddy. I'm here. I've uh, got kind of a, a semi-connection up here, but I got you. Yeah, it is a semi-connection. Yeah, no, I'm, I am at Amistad. I'm actually, uh, unfortunately, not going fishing because they have a couple tournaments going on today in the Water is low, and the ramps will be completely covered up with uh, some big organizations coming down here for the weekend. So this is not the day to try to put a boat in the water. Now the lake is low. They've lost a lot of ramps with the water dropping like 50 feet from what it used to be. Well, you are uh, you are still the owner of Amistad Lake Resort, correct? Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, that's why I'm here. Unfortunately, I left the wife and the little baby back in San Antonio. I drove down here just to deal with some management issues and payroll issues and employee issues and all the fun stuff that you really don't want to do when you own a restaurant, bar, and hotel. 
So, are you telling me that there's a restaurant, bar, and hotel for sale in Del Rio, Texas, if somebody's looking for it? Oh, absolutely, man. I think I've told everybody I know there is. If anybody has the dream of living at Lake Amistad and running a business, this is the place to move to because I don't live here. And if you don't live where the business is at, you can't run it. So I have learned that being a satellite owner of this place is not working out very well. <laughs> and you're not going to live in Del Rio any day soon? I'm not going to live in Del Rio. I don't think Mom and the baby would like that too much. We we we, have, we prefer to have sushi and Starbucks every now and then, and that doesn't exist in Del Rio. It's uh, it's right on the border, and it's a quaint little town, but it's definitely not it's not San Antonio or Orange County or you know Sacramento or Stockton or anything like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, buddy, everybody uh, everybody really tends to uh, uh, ask me where's Byron, where's Byron, and and obviously the first couple of Bassmaster Elite Series tournaments that came out. Your name was not on the list, and uh, and a lot of anglers were wondering, you know, where's Byron at? What's going on with Byron? So, what's going on with Byron? I took the my back is still hurting, and it's not good, you know. And the doctor was like, "Hey, last year you did, you know, it was horrible last year." I, you know, and, and I was actually rooming with Skeet, and I got I got to a point where if I didn't have you know anti-inflammatories and then painkillers like oxycodone and stuff to to get through the tournament, I, I couldn't even move, and I was hobbling around and. The, the last year was a real bad year, uh, both for, for fishing and as well for just the health. And I, I was in, I was in real bad shape. And you know, so I waited till the last minute, so right before the first event, and told trip I might not, you know, depending on the MRIs and the new CAT scans and all the other new stuff. And went to go see the neurosurgeon, and they said, "Yeah, no, you, you don't need to be doing it. You can do the TV show, you can go film a, a day or two of fishing, but to go 14 days straight, you know, right off the bat, you know, and do the back-to-back 14-day runs that these guys do." It is what wiped me out last year. It, it, right it, off the bat, is it a career ender, Byron? Is it something that's going to stop your tournament career, or or uh, um, is is it something that may improve? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's going to. It, with the TV stuff, I love doing it so much, and it's such a hard deal. I think the TV stuff might be something I just want to do instead. But then again, I don't know if next year I'm going to die when I see the schedule and say, "Man, I need to go back." You know, it's it's it's. it's I'm still doing major league fishing. I'm still competing in major league fishing with all the guys, but. But the elites are just such a grind. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to try it again or if I don't. And so I, I guess I'll decide that next spring when they come back and ask me to come back again. Well, I mean, not to mention the the grind, the days on the water. But you know, when they're going back to back weeks like they have been doing, um, it's it's a it's a grind jumping in the truck and spending eight, ten, twelve hours, fifteen hours getting to the next lake. Yeah, I actually, I pulled up to Oneida when Ski and I were rooming up there. When I got out of the car, I guess the long drive up to New York after the event before that had me getting out when I got out of the car all of a sudden my whole back tricked on me again and and I, I had to go see massage therapists and emergency room and they said, Oh, it's your some other nerve and all this nerve stuff in my back is ever since they fused my spine back together it's really been you know well, how about your eyes? Are they still working pretty good? What's that? How about your eyes? Are they still working? My eyes are working. I just did a guide's eyes and we did a sight fishing show. Guide's eyes sight fishing over in uh over in Table Rock and Bull Shoals. We we filmed two episodes and and, and Table Rock was all bad fish. Well, you know, you, I hate to, I hate to date you, buddy, because uh, I will tell you that I walked into, uh, I walked into the hall this year in uh, San Diego at the Del Mar show because I went down and did some seminars for, uh, for, for Bart Hall, and I walked into the hall and I thought about you because I thought, man, this is exactly where I was standing when I met Byron Velvic, oh, let's say, thirty years ago. You know what it is? Uh, you know, years right years. here in San Diego is where I met Byron. And I thought about you. Laugh. <laughs> that was a while back. 
Yeah, yeah, you laugh when you tell people 30 years because you're like, I'm just not that old to be saying 30 years ago. 30 years ago, I should have been being born, not sight fishing. Well, and what I want to say is you are really one of the pioneers of sight fishing here in the West. Uh, you, you had the experience back east fishing the Bassmaster Tour. When you came back west, you kind of showed us all for a long time what sight fishing was all about. Now everybody's doing it. Everybody's running the bank. Everybody's trolling motor and on high, going down the bank looking for them. Um, is it is it now tougher with so many guys learning how to catch them? Yeah, you know, it got tougher a long time ago. I, I, mean, I used to have it all to myself, and, and it's funny. I didn't even pick it up on the on, on the elite tour, the back east tours. I I was doing it when I was 15, 16, 17 years old down there in the San Diego lakes, like Otai and El Capitan and San Vicente, and I kind of morphed into it as a kid in a rental boat, being able to have, you know, just loving seeing fish and then doing the hunt thing of catching them. And I used to camouflage my rods so there was no glare on the silver guys. I was pretty ate up with being stealthy at like 17, 18, 19. I, I thought it was pretty cool to completely camo out everything and I, I you know I made the mistake of thinking you had to use light line because the fish were shallow and clear water and the heavy line went play so I broke a lot of fish off and you know and, and as I saw people doing it more and more and more it absolutely got tougher because you never had any competition like you like you said when you used to see me you thought I, you thought I dropped something in the water and I was looking for a rod that fell in the water when you saw me with my hands in my pocket going down a bank I, I still pe- tell people that story that Kent Brown coined the phrase you know Byron lost his keys again or Byron lost another rod because why has he got his hands in his pocket going down the bank looking in the shore yeah, eating sunflower seeds, drinking Gatorade hasn't made a cast all day. That's that. That was funny. I'm like, yeah, that was. A, I wish I would have had that excuse back in the day. I'm like, oh, I just lost a rod somewhere around here, guys. I'll, I'll find it in a second. You just keep going back to your 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 Carolina rig and your 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 drop shot thing. Go ahead. Don't worry about me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Byron, what what's the biggest bed fish you've ever fished for, and did you catch it or not? The biggest one I ever fished for. No, I never caught it. I, I actually the year. The year that I won Clear Lake the first time, I started on a fish. I actually had Gene Ivino, Don Ivino's son, with me, and I started on a fish that was kind of sitting off the bed at, at Clear Lake, and that was the year I won it the first time in, like, 91 or whatever that was, or 2000, 2000 or whatever year that was that the first time I threw the swim bait. But, but I started off sight fishing with everybody else, and I saw a fish to, that, to this day at Clear Lake. I think, you know, everybody talks about possibly seeing a world record or something close to a world record at Clear Lake, right at Anderson Island. I'll never forget it, but right there at Anderson Island, I, I looked at a fish that was bigger than anything I ever caught, and my biggest on a bed that I caught was just under 15. So right. I caught a 1486 in Louisiana off the bed, but, but this fish was way bigger than that. You know, and Aaron talked about once seeing a fish at Clear Lake that he thought was close to a world record, and I, and I, uh, I saw a fish similar to that and, and, and started the first day of a BASS event on it. It was shaking. I mean, just shaking, and I found it in practice, and never, never saw her again. Oh, that's a that that is a that is a tough one. Well, let's get into it, man. Let's get into the guys who you know are new fishermen. They want to they want to learn how to sight fish. They finally moved to the bank. They're starting to see these fish. What are they doing wrong? And and how do you just you know what do they need to get started doing some sight fishing and stop some of the mistakes that. Well, quite frankly, all of us have made over the years. Well, right off the bat, I, 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 I tell everybody, you know, whenever a guy says, man, I'm such a good sight fisherman, if I can see him, I can catch him, and I've never found a fish I couldn't catch. Well, that guy is lying, basically. If you've got, <laughs> you got friends around you that say they can catch him, but they can see him, they're, they're dock-talking you, and don't be intimidated by these guys that tell you they're a human vacuum, and if it's on a bed, they can catch it, because that's just inexperienced talking. I mean, I, I have been doing it for 30-plus years, and, even on, even at Table Rock this last week when we were filming the show, 
you know, I spent an hour, about an hour out filming on this fish, you know, and finally you had to pull up your stakes and leave, and this is after I did everything. And, and what I mean by everything, for a guy to get started, boat position is ultra important, and, and I consider it, uh, with the sight fish, there's a sweet spot. You know, you can, you can move all around. You might want to put the boat up on the bank cast out to it and come uphill. You might want to come out to the to the far side and be to the left or to the right. If you can put a dock between you and the fish or, 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 or a piece of cover of any kind of grass or anything, something that keeps the trolling motor in the boat away from the fish, even if it's just an obstacle of some small thing, that, that gives the fish more confidence. And if you're going to learn how to sight fish, the best thing you can do is start doing it from 12 o'clock on. I, I, I tell guys that are you know getting into sight fishing, hey, man, don't even put the boat in the water at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., because that's a tough time. Those The water's cold. The fish are off the bed. The females are way out suspended. They're not even moving up yet unless it's rock, rocking and rolling. But, but the males are even kind of lethargic, and it's just a cold morning. You go out at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 in the afternoon, I mean, stuff's going crazy. And if you want to learn how to sight fish, don't even start till 2 o'clock. And, and a lot of the best tournaments I've ever had, winning tournaments, you know, I was struggling. And, I mean, every bed fish I found, I'd hit, 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 and I'd die, die, die. And by 11 o'clock, your, your co-angler or your, 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 whoever's with you, your marshal, thinks you're in deep trouble. And you know that's going to go, but it hasn't gone yet. you got one fish in the boat. And then, 12, 1 o'clock, that magic time hits, and every fish that you went to that morning, you revisit if they're still there or from the new ones you find. And man, by two, three, four o'clock, you know you can crush crush their skulls in and win the tournament in the last two, three hours. And most of the biggest fish I caught in, in, in a tournament bed fishing all came, you know, between one o'clock and three o'clock. So if you're going to learn how to do it, do yourself a favor and go out when they're aggressive. Don't start the morning doing it because it's that's the toughest time to catch them. But they should still wake up early and like catch my radio show and your TV show at seven thirty on Saturday mornings. And go fishing and catch right after guys' eyes. They can go fishing. And here's the best part. Go catch a limit and then cull with your eyes. It's great to have 12 pounds in the boat and go at 12 o'clock, put your glasses, you know, tighten up your glasses, put your big brimini hat on, block out the shade, and just cull with your eyes. You've already got 12 pounds in the box. Now you're looking for giants, and from 12 o'clock on, you don't even have to stop on those little ones because you've already got them beat. Don't you wish you could have done that every time you went side fishing to have that 12 pounds in the box? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's always nice to go out and get a quick limit somewhere before you go side fishing because that really makes it fun. Hey, can you hang through us, uh, with us through the break? What's that? Can you hang with us through the break? Oh, sure. I got coffee in me now. I'm ready to go. Byron's ready to go, guys. Hey, he's going to tell you the baits, the glasses to wear. Stick around. Byron Velvet. We're talking sight fishing, guys. I think it's time we do a little pro tip. Now, the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro Boats. The pros know, whether you're on the tournament trail or out with the family, the last thing you want to worry about is your equipment. Your mercury-powered Nitro and Gone Fishing Marine see to it that you'll get there and back without a second thought. With Nitro's rollback to 1999 prices and top 100 dealer Gone Fishing Marine at your back, you'll get better bang for the buck than anyone else on the water. Now, here's your Pro Tip of the Week. Hey, guys, like I told you earlier, mark your calendar. Coming up May the 21st, Tuesday night, it's right after the FLW tournament. We are going to be talking the Delta, uh, and he's going to get you all lined out. He won the uh, TBF championship down at Grand Lake in Oklahoma, won the $100,000 Dream Rig entry fee rig. Uh, kind of one of the guys that has dominated the Delta the past few years, a multiple Angler of the Year titles and tournament wins, Mark Daniels, Jr. Mark's going to be hanging out with us. Uh, at Ultimate Bass University, May the 21st. He's going to be there uh, Tuesday night. A free seminar, guys, so bring a friend. Uh, we do a great raffle and uh, and hang out for a few hours down at, uh, at Gone Fishing Marine, talk fishing, and uh, we've got the largest 
monthly bass fishing class in the West with Ultimate Bass University. Come down, join us, Gone Fishing Marine, May the 21st at 6.30. That's your pro tip of the week. Your pro tip this week comes from Marine Industry Certified Dealer, Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the Aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboards and Nitro Boats, tournament tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish-catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. More techniques are calling for braided line than ever before. Frogs punching and the Alabama rig require the strength, castability, power, and abrasion resistance that Toughline gives you. Toughline pioneered the use of braided spectra fibers in fishing lines, and all Toughline braided lines are manufactured in the U.S. Toughline XP is more compact, smaller in diameter, packs better on reels, offers better knot performance, casts further, reduces rod tip wraps, and boasts higher abrasion resistance. Catch them bass two at a time, under the slop, or deep in the weeds. You can count on Toughline to put the bass in the boat. Spool up with Toughline at your local dealer or learn more at toughline.com. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. Westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. Westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the west. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back. I'm on the road Moses Lake in Washington up here for the big Nixon's Marine Tournament going on. But uh, we're talking sight fishing with one of the best sight fishermen in the country, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro and uh, Bassmaster Elite Series Champion and uh, three-day record holder, all of it at Clear Lake, our old buddy Byron Velvick. Byron uh, Byron joining us from Del Rio, Texas, uh, and he'd like to sell you a resort at Del Rio, Texas. So if you've always wanted to go down there and retire, he's got the place. Uh, Byron, uh Byron, we talked about sight fishing, and, uh, you know, it, it does kind of tie so nicely into the name of your TV show on the Outdoor Channel, but um, sunglasses, man. Let's talk about glasses and, and uh, the guys that are wearing the, the, you know, $18 sunglass with some famous fisherman's signature down the arm of his glasses probably making a little bit of a mistake. Boy, that's true. And i got to tell you, sunglasses are, are hyper-important and good ones. This is the one time you don't want to skimp. You just don't see nearly as much. And I've tested that so many times. I get these young guys with really good, you know, eyes, but they don't have much of a budget. These college kids, I used to have these guys in my boat, and, and we'd be going down a bank, you know, together looking for the fish we wanted to catch. And, 
and and until I gave them a pair of one of my glasses, they they they, they missed so much, and they couldn't believe it. And they had a pair of polarized glasses, but just because it said polarized on the package, and you know you bought it cheap in a in a plastic package, you you know you're you're doing yourself a major disservice. I I've played with a lot of them. I've you know I've really fallen in love with Costas because Costa is probably the best on the water sunglass for me. You know everybody's got their preferences, but. The Costas are pretty well known, and uh, you know I've got turned on to those several years, a lot of years ago, and it kind of blew away everything else. And the color of the lens, this is real important. The color of the lens almost, I think, is a personal thing. Some guys will tell you the rose color or the amber color. Others will tell you the blue grays or the greens. And, and, and for me, I actually keep a pair of every single color that they make, if you can afford to do this, in the boat. And the reason I do that is the... Two things are happening: the water color is changing, and the light conditions are changing. And, and this is going to be trial and error. I, you know, I, I, I use the yellows that they have, or a lighter, a lighter one in those cloudy days. That's just a given. And the, you know, the darker, the darker polarizations on the sunny days. But this is where, you, if you have every pair, and you're switching your glasses back and forth, if you're truly going from dawn to dusk on a sight fishing tournament, or really sight fishing through a lot of different changes in the, and maybe the water color, and definitely the air. I mean, the, the clouds and the sun and whatnot. Changing those lenses and having two or three different pairs of different colors of lenses of the of the frame that fits your face best, man, you can't go wrong. You got to have that because everything changes and, and your eyes adjust better to certain polarizations and certain conditions. Well, you know, for years I've stressed in tournaments that that every bass fisherman or doing seminars, every bass fisherman probably has a two hundred dollar, not hard to do, rod and reel in their boat. Actually, most of them probably have several two hundred dollar rods and reels in their boat, maybe more. Well. Right. Why do you guys not wear two hundred and fifty dollars sunglasses? They're available. They're the best out there. The Costas uh, with the five eighty lens. I mean, they're they're such great quality glasses. They're better for your eyes. And uh, and you know, so many fishermen. That's one of the corners they cut uh, is their glasses. And and your sight fishing glasses, your fishing glasses, probably not going to be the glasses that you're going to wear when you're driving your truck around town, uh, going back and forth to work in the morning. No, man, those are the holy grail. You leave those in their package, they stay in the boat with a nice little cloth around them, and, and exactly your point, Ken. I mean, that's that's an investment that you have to make, and they got such great warranties in them. I mean, they have a great, it's a great investment, because if anything goes wrong with it or if you have any issues with it, they're great. Once you've made that investment, they're great about working with you, because you've become part of that family of that premier sunglass company, like Costa Family, and, and, and so they take care of the glasses if the glasses have any issues, but... But, man, I just don't bang them around. I don't throw them around the house. I don't leave them in the car. I don't leave them on the dashboard. I mean, those are built specifically for fishing. And looking for fish, you can't beat it, especially when you're looking for deep beds, those, those beds in 10, 15, 20 foot of water that most of the guys miss. All right, hey, let's talk. I hear so many guys say, you know, hey, I found this big one on a bed. I went in, and I lost him. Oh, I dumped him coming to the boat. Uh, so many fishermen that have, uh, that have lost the fish give up on the fish. And uh, even if you lose them, a lot of times you can go back and catch them. Yeah, yeah. Several of the big fish I've caught in, in, in tournaments were were either lost by me or another angler. And what I love about sight fishing, it becomes a real cat and mouse game, not only with the fish but the fishermen. And, and and I'll do two things. To your point, if I lose a fish, I will do everything I can to stay in that area and carpet that area, knowing that that you know protecting that 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 fish and letting that fish eventually come back up because they get hyper aggressive after they're lost. They feel like they've successfully cleared the bed or, you know, wiped out the threat. Even though you might have had them all the way to the boat, you might have broken them off halfway to the boat, you might have bumped them off the gunnel of the boat, they'll eventually settle back in, go back and say, well, I got that taken care of. And they get a little bit braver because of it. But while that's going on, I go cover the rest of that area. And when I pull into an area 
and I see a bunch of guys fishing bed fish, I make a mental note of where they're at. And whether they catch one or not, whether they break one off or lose one, wherever, they're identifying for me where all the beds are in that area. And if when they leave, maybe after catching the male, I'll go double-check the spot that they were at. after they. I, I might see them catch a three-pounder, high-five their buddy, and take off. Well, then I'll roll over there, and there will be a six- or seven- or eight-pounder sitting on that bed that they didn't even know was there. It was underneath their boat, probably, or off to a side somewhere. They catch the three-pound male, they roll on out, and then I go cherry-pick the female that they didn't even know was there. So when you pull into an area and everybody's bed fishing, the first thing you need to do, make a mental note of every single guy, where he's at. And once he takes off and leaves, whether he catches the fish or not, just go see what he was looking at because you'll be surprised. Like an Easter egg hunt, you'll be surprised at the golden egg you'll find. And, and they did you the favor of catching the male and, and, and leaving the female for you to get. Well, so many, uh, so many anglers talk about, do you leave the male or do you catch the male if you've got them both on the bed? I, I, I've done both. You know, I've even, <laughs> I think you remember these, some of these stories, but I actually let one go. It clearly like that would have won me the tournament. You know, I let the male go, and then, I, and then I didn't catch the male again, or the female never came back, and it would have won me the tournament. That was one of the most painful, hard decisions. I didn't have a limit. I let a three-pound male go back on the bed. I'll try to catch them. If I'm, if I'm okay with doing this legally by the tournament rules, if I can catch the fish and hold it, I will hold it if I'm not over, over my limit or whatever. And then I'll fish for the female. And then comes that decision of, okay, that fish is a magnet. If that female never really activates and, and the male's in my live well and I can't get the female to do anything, then I, then I, I a lot of times I make that really hard decision of, hey, man, I don't even have five fish yet, but i got to let this particular fish go because it's the only thing keeping that female in that area. And, and that cost me a tournament at Clear Lake one time. And, and, and a hard decision to do and, and let them go. Byron, real, real quick, give us a couple of baits. Give us a couple of baits you probably need to have tied on. Well, this this whole youth, I know this is going to sound like a shameless plug, so I'm not going to even, I'll, I'll say the name of the bait company, but if anything, if you guys get your hands on some UV stuff, anything UV, whether it's the creams or the, the baits that you can smear it on there or whatever, if you're side fishing, for anybody, and I challenge anybody to do this, have some baits that are UV because you will see how much better a fish sees a UV bait. Whether it's the Tidelines UV, which actually has the stuff injected in it and it's made with UV, I mean, it's, it's built into the plastic, and that's the only company that's allowed to do that by law. Or if you have to buy the cream stuff and smear it on, but UV stuff, any kind of soft plastic with UV, the fish light up. It's a different type of bait, and it's cool in the springtime because that's when you get to see this new technology working better than any other time. You get to throw all of your regular traditional plastics, all your zooms and your rubber worms and everything else, but then as you're playing with that fish, if you have a bag of UV baits or something UV in your boat, throw it in there and watch the reaction change because that is a very, very cool new technology and new science. And that's the cutting-edge stuff for sight fishing right now for me is, is watching the difference between a traditional soft plastic and a UV. It's like throwing a, it's like throwing a globe, a dance globe, a mirror dance globe, or a, a, a beacon in there, a lighthouse or beacon in that bed. They go nuts when they see something UV. It, it actually, they must see it so much better, I guess. I'm, I'm still figuring that out. There you guys have it. Byron, we could do a month of shows talking sight fishing uh, with you, and uh, always fun. Glad to hook up with you. Glad to catch up with you guys. Watch Byron every weekend, Fridays, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, Saturdays at uh, 10.30 Eastern time on the Outdoor Channel, Byron Velvick's Guide's Eyes. Uh, you can catch up with him on Facebook, on the uh, Byron Velvick's Guide's Eyes Facebook page as well, and uh, keep up with the uh, upcoming shows and what they're doing. Buddy, got to get you back out west, got to get you back to California. I know uh, you don't want to venture too far away from uh, that beautiful daughter of yours, but uh, always appreciate it, pal. Glad to hear that you're doing okay, and uh, we miss you on the Elite Series. 
Hey man, miss you guys too. Looking forward to seeing you somewhere again. I think it'll probably be the Triton Owners Tournament. I'll see you again. That'll be that'll be a great deal. We'll see you at ICAST, the Triton Owners Tournament, somewhere down the road soon. Our paths will cross, my friend. Byron Velvet, guys, always fun to hook up with him. We're going to take a break. Come back. Ron Lapp is going to get you signed up for the FLW EverStart Series Tournament, or uh, maybe get you at the College Fishing Deal, uh, the California Delta coming up in May. Guys, stick around. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Gone Fishing Marine's line of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. New for 2013, Triton's full XS line. Super versatile bass boats built to fish tough, but priced for the weekend warrior. But buying is just the beginning. When you're part of Gone Fishing's Triton family, you're in Triton Gold contingency money and qualify for special rebate and discount programs. There's money everywhere. It's up to you to cash in. Gone Fishing's expert rigging department is ready to customize your dream bass boat. They stock the latest products, know exactly what to recommend, and how to install to optimize your angling experience. Off I-80 and Dixon, Gone Fishing Marine, Triton Boats, and Mercury Outboards bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month. For more info, go to gfmarine.com. If you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in real technology, then look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the super light Helios and Komodo baitcast and reel. The dollar for dollar standalone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast and dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Trio high-speed spinning reel makes success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch all these reels at your local dealer or online at okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Ken Brown. We want to have him on again this week and get you guys signed up. Coming up May 16th through the 18th on the California Delta out of Russo's Marina is going to be the FLW Everstart Series Western Division's third stop on our California Delta. Joining us this morning might be a little hard to hear each other because I'm on the road and he's on the road, but our old buddy, our tournament director from FLW Outdoors, Mr. Ron Lappin. Good morning, Ron. Hey, Ken. How are you, man? We're about to freeze to death in Alabama. We just got the college anglers taking off here at Pickwick, and it's 39 degrees. Oh, well, you got to get out here, buddy. It's going to be in the 90s this weekend, and the frogfish and the topwater fish and the weed fish are all getting ready to start biting in the Delta. We're excited about the opportunities. You know, uh, we know we're going to see a bunch of fish and a bunch of big fish, and we've still got plenty of openings left on the boater side. I've still got several co-anglers on the waiting list. And uh, anybody that wants to fish that tournament can contact us at 270-252-1000. And any of the girls there, customer service girls, just tell them you won that Delta event. They'll get you signed up and get you uh, confirmed immediately. Uh, we're, you know, we're excited about the opportunities. We'll be at Wheeler next week and be on out there for that event. So it's uh, it's going to be uh, three great events in a row. And, you know, every time you come to the Delta, you could break your total weight record any time you go there. So everybody's excited about that. Hey, Ron, uh, how about college fishing anglers? Are you going to need any uh, any of the boaters for college fishing? We will. We always will. We know that uh, we have never had a college event that hasn't been full, so we know we're going to have 50 boats out there also. So any of you anglers that sign up, call the office there. If you'll just ask for Kevin Hunt, he's down here with me this morning, but he'll be back in the office on Monday. If you'd like to sign up and help with college fishing, just put a voicemail in his phone 
or contact him there personally at the office, and he'll get everybody signed up. And it's pretty neat, Ken. We know that everybody assumes a lot of, of uh, cost in going fishing, so we'll, we'll reimburse any angler up to the tune of $250 to help us with college. So it makes it a little easier, plus everybody. You've done it before. You know, you make friends with those kids, and they're the future of what we're doing. They absolutely are, and some great young fishermen fishing in our college stuff. Guys, get signed up. We need to have a great field at the Delta coming up May 16th through the 18th, FLW Everstart Series Tournament. Uh, we need the pros. we got to get those co-anglers off the waiting list, get them signed up so they know they're coming, so they can book their rooms, make their travel plans, and get up here and start practicing. So if you're a pro and you're going to the Delta, get your entry fee in, get signed up, and uh, don't give up, guys, even if you're on the waiting list. Stick it out. I think we're going to do it. Get signed up for College Fish and take the guys going. Uh, Mr. Lappin, we will see you here in a couple of weeks. Who knows? We might even talk to you again next weekend so we can keep the fire lit under these guys out here. Well, keep, keep it warmed up out there because we're about to freeze back here. And You know, it's, there's going to be record flooding in the central United States this weekend, so we'll be glad to get out there where things are a little more stable. Well, buddy, we look forward to seeing you, and when you're sweating out here at the Delta, I'm going to remind you about freezing a couple of weeks I got ago. my shorts packed, buddy. There you go. Ron Lapp at FLW Outdoors. Guys, give him a call. Thanks, Ron. Bye now. Hey, guys, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to send my old Toyota Tundra off. Uh, I had one of the first Tundras out here that had uh, about 135,000 miles on it and never had an issue with it. Now I'm driving a new 2013 uh, truck from Thompson's Toyota up in Placerville. And uh, our friends up at Thompson's Toyota want you to know that if you're looking for a newer used Toyota or any brand truck, or a new GMC truck, you can go up there and check them out, uh, both at their Toyota store or their GMC store, the Toyota store, Thompson's Toyota, up in Placerville at uh, 140 Forney Road, or you can check them out online, thompsonstoyota.com. They will do a great job for you. They will save you money, give you the best deal anywhere that you can find, whether you're looking for a new Toyota Tundra, Tacoma, GMC truck, or anything else, give Jeff Thompson a call up at Thompson's Toyota, area code 530-903-4570, or check them out online at thompsonstoyota.com. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns, fishing, and other stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called Guns Bass Fishing and Other Stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at GunsFishing.com. Make Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most 
beautiful facilities in the Motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Hardy Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store, as well as newly remodeled coffee shop, has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casino's just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Pardee Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we are back. And as I told you last weekend, big fish kind of came out of nowhere. 14-pounders caught at the Delta uh, in the uh, ABA tournament, and this 14-pounder caught at Lake Comanche. Actually, a little more than 14, 1462 to be exact. And uh, she caught it out there in the uh, John Mahilly Bass Classic, uh, first place champion. The winner and big fish winner joins us this morning, uh, CC Saleo. Good morning, CC. Good morning, Kent. Hey, my phone lit up last week from uh, my old buddy Lenny Lapenta at Bucks Outboards with this picture of a little girl and a giant fish. Yeah, it was uh, a dream come true, literally. Something I had been dreaming about for um, years, uh, catching a 10 plus pound bass. So, really feel like it was a dream come true. All right. Tell us how you caught it, what you caught it on, and, well, you got to give it up, and where you caught it. Okay, well, you know, I was fishing that tournament um, at Lake Comanche up in Amador County, and um, I was fishing with my father and my 12-year-old nephew. On the second day, we, we, had, we had been doing a lot of finesse fishing, plastic worms, creature bait. Right. And uh, we had found some structure in the main body of the lake. We are fishing about 15 to 20 foot of water. Um, I was using a Senko. Like I said, a lot of worms and creature baits out there. Uh, the thing that surprised me about that fish is, is that it didn't have a real aggressive bite. And to be honest, I actually thought I had a snag for about <laughs> a, a solid 30 seconds. Um, but, you know, I had never caught a bass of that size before. And I was really, really wasn't used to having uh, the feeling of that much weight on my line. I've never caught a bass that big either. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it jumped a couple times, and we had all seen the size of its mouth. Uh, I knew it was the biggest bass I had ever caught, but I still did not realize just how big it was right. um, until it really came up alongside the boat, and then we all saw it and started screaming. Uh, my nephew netted it. <clears throat> 
And well, just six ounces off the lake record that was set in January, but uh, what an what an incredible fish! Now, what did you do with the fish? Oh uh, well, I kept it. You know, I know some people might be upset about that, but it no, means that's okay. You caught it, so it doesn't matter. You you get to, you get to make the call. Yeah, well, you know what? It was uh, one of the best memories I have with my, my with my family. You know, fishing with my dad, who's getting older, and you know, we fished that tournament together for the for the first and you know maybe the last time. It was it was a great experience. Oh, that's awesome! Fourteen sixty two guys. Uh, all right, what color cinco were you throwing? Oh, I can't give out all my secrets. Oh, it was probably watermelon with red flake. <laughs> it's one of the main colors. <laughs> or or a green pumpkin. Or natural shad. It was one of those, right? It was one of those. All right, we're going to go with that. Well, what an awesome fish. Congratulations, Cece. Uh, you know, yeah. 1462, an incredible fish. And the fact that it's not just another story about a big one that got away. That's the cool part. It actually got in the boat, got weighed, and uh, great pictures. And uh, what, a, what, a, what a lifetime fish for, uh, yeah, for any bass absolutely. angler. A lot of big fish coming out of that lake. All right. Well, I am sure that I will get the chance to meet you at the Big Bucks Outboards uh, Open House coming up in June. Lenny's got me coming down there, so I hope to I hope to get a chance to meet you and see more pictures of that fish. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. You got it, guys. CC Saleo, 1462. Hey, Sepp, are you wandering around in there today? I'm wandering around, and I'm right here. Can't listen to what Cece has to say. Well, she's going to join you on California Sportsman about 7.32 for uh, all those sleepyheads that don't get out and tell us a little bit about what they're doing. But, well, I was being a little sneaky so I could learn a little bit about bass fishing from her. I don't know too many bass people that know as much as she does, so I thought I'd pay a lot of attention so I could interview her properly. No, what a, gr- what a great interview she was, actually. Well, you're uh, you're uh, now, now you know all about sight fishing from Byron now, too. That's right. I could go out there and catch an eight-and-a-half-pounder if I went out bass fishing with you again. Well, see, there you go. Not such a bad deal. Hey, I think our music's going to start playing pretty quick. I think it just started, partner. You better wrap that thing up up there from Moses Lake, Washington. Moses Lake, Washington, guys. We will uh, be back in studio. Keep us up in line next week. We'll see you guys on the water. Have a great time, Kent. And you guys take care. We'll see you soon, and I'll see you in just a minute. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well-stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. 
If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place, located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the mother load, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. California Sportsman is now on Facebook. Wait, 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 wait. Seps on Facebook? No way. Check it out and like us on Facebook. And be ready to join the fun. California's top professional guides, the ones heard on the radio show, are providing up-to-date reports and info. Seps California Sportsman is posting what's new, what's happening, where you should be, photos, videos, and more. No, Sep, you don't use the typewriter to get on Facebook. You use the computer. Plus, watch for easy-to-enter contacts. California Sportsman. On Facebook, in your computer, on your desk, or on your mobile device. Go to Facebook.com and search for California Sportsman Radio Show. 